as easy as ever to find the way from here to there. All we have to do is Google Map or MapQuest. Of course, it is helpful to get the exact address. Or like Lisa and me, instead of finding yourself at the door of Christchurch Friends, Bill and Deb Severson in Beaverton, we found ourselves at the door of some lovely people on the south side of Bull Mountain whose street happens to bear the same name. <laughs> if only it were so easy to find our way in life because we live in a time when it is perhaps no more difficult than to find the way. Right? To experience genuine peace and joy. To experience a genuine and deep and rich life with God. We live in a time when the stresses and strains of our culture and the way we have chosen to live and to lead our lives often takes us down the wrong road. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And today, once again, we stand on the threshold of a season in which we are invited to take him at his word. To believe that Jesus, the Son of God, who took on our human flesh, who lived life as we live it, can show us the way. I'll begin with the opening of a little story about Jesus and his disciples. One day, Jesus and his disciples arose uh, for a fresh start. And Jesus said, you know, guys, before we head out, I'd like each of you to just go find a rock to carry it with you through the day. And so I said, okay. Oh, here's one. They didn't know why or what for, but they had their rock, and they began to carry it. It's funny where rocks turn up in the life of Jesus. Interestingly enough, they appear at the very beginning of his ministry. He goes to be baptized in the River Jordan by John the Baptist. The heavens open up, and God declares his blessing and love upon Jesus. Right. Behold, this is my, my chosen, my beloved, in whom I am well pleased. And what happens next literally sets the direction of Jesus' life, sets him on his way. And so I'd like to begin by reading from that story in Matthew chapter 4. Just then, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Well, Jesus answered, It is written, Humankind does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Well, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down, for it is written, 
He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Well, isn't it interesting? Right at the beginning of his ministry, just as he's ready to strike out, the devil comes to him. Jesus experienced a season of 40 days and 40 nights of focusing his heart and his life on God. And how does Satan tempt him? Turn these stones to bread. Throw yourself from the temple. Prove God's love for you. Test God. Or instead, why even embark on on this dangerous journey and mission for God? You worship me and everything you could ever want can be yours. And Literally, the temptation in all three cases is don't make this a God thing. Don't make your life a God thing. Make it a me thing. Let it be about you. And what did Jesus say? No, it can't be about me. It needs to be about God. Right? Now, we never know what burdens God will ask us to bear in the course of life. Some are out of our control. Sometimes we're faced with circumstances of our own causing. We have struggles, difficulties, discouragement, and disappointment. Jesus invites us, come what may, whatever we are going through, to live for God, to trust God, to seek God each day. And the temptation we face day by day is to allow our lives to slip from a God thing to a me thing. And as we enter these 40 days, I want to call you to follow the way of Jesus. To fill your life each day with the promises of God. To let His Word be your food, be your bread. To let His wisdom inform your outlook and attitudes day by day. Forty days. Let's do it together. And like Jesus, I invite you to drench your life in prayer. To invite God into the everyday circumstances and, and uh, stresses and difficulties you face. And to see that God is faithful. God can sustain you. Well, let's get back to those disciples. You all have your rocks? Yeah. You'll find out why you have these in just a little bit. Well, at the, as the day came to a close, and Jesus and his disciples withdrew to a quiet place, Jesus asked them to take out the rock they had, they had carried through the day. And then he said, hold it out. And he then offered a prayer of gratitude to God and the rocks were miraculously transformed into bread. 
And as they looked with amazement, Jesus said, This will be your evening meal. Awesome. Well, let's get back to the way of Jesus. Jesus discovered and invites us to experience in our own lives that God will provide, God will sustain us, that God's presence and promises can lead and light our way just as they did for Jesus, that the same Spirit that filled His life, His living Spirit, can help us, can hold us, can strengthen us, can give us hope and fresh confidence and courage, whatever we face. Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, time and again said, don't be anxious about what you eat or about what you wear. Trust God. God is a good and loving Father. God will provide. And time and again, Jesus' own followers discovered that in the midst of even the most desperate and difficult circumstances, God's grace was amazing. God's grace could sustain them. And so the Apostle Paul, in the midst of a struggle from which he could get no relief and no release, even though he prayed for it time and time again, What did the Spirit whisper deep into his heart, deep into his spirit that held him and upheld him? But these words from 1 Corinthians, or 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the Spirit said to me, God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. The way of Jesus is the way of utter trust and abandon to God. To know that God's grace can sustain us and strengthen us and support us and encourage us. Come what may, whatever we face. Well, that brings me to the next step in the story of Jesus and his disciples. The next morning, they woke up. And once again, Jesus said to them, Hey, Before we start out, I'd like you to go find a rock to carry through the day. And this time, they're like, oh, oh, yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) You know, there was a bumper sticker that once said, don't lead me into temptation. I do just fine finding it all by myself. You know, many of the burdens and struggles we face day to day are struggles and burdens of our own choosing. You know, burdens we decide we need to pick up and carry through our days. And as people of faith, sometimes maybe we hope and pray God can help us with these difficulties and burdens we've chosen to bear. And so day by day, Instead of the way of Jesus, we choose the way of heavy burdens. And so we carry that burden of anxiousness and fear for today and for our future. Day by day, we pick up that heavy burden of believing that the anger and bitterness we carry towards another 
is something we simply cannot let go of. Day by day, we may pick up the heavy burden that God has somehow abandoned us, forsaken us, that somehow we're alone and God can't help us. You know, I often think sometimes the heavy burden we pick up day by day is the burden of trying to live without God. Of not taking up the way of Jesus. Of literally living without the daily nurture of God's promises. Or the daily gift of lifting our hearts in prayer to God and praying for God's abiding, you know, indwelling presence to support us and sustain us. You know, the scriptures say that, and I'll give you the, the reference, in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, that God never gives us something greater than we can bear. Right? We have the promise of God to help us. But if we live out the temptation to take up heavy burdens God hasn't asked of us and to carry them day by day instead of letting them go, how can God, how can God help us? Well, that brings me to the final little piece of our story. The disciples and Jesus come to the close of the day and boy, are they ready. And they're full of anticipation. They can't wait for the campfire to get lit. (laughs) They circle up and sure enough, they just hold out their rocks and say, are you going to pray for our rocks tonight, Lord? And Jesus says, oh no, just set them down anywhere. Well, you can imagine, they went off together, twos and threes, just grumbling and complaining. Right? And they get back and gather around Jesus. And he says, you know, I heard all that grumbling and complaining, and I just have one question. Who were you carrying your rock for today? So tonight, I want us to consider what rocks and burdens are we carrying? And who are we carrying them for? Are we following the way of Jesus? Or have we chosen another way? Jesus said what? Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart. For my yoke, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Tonight, I want you to imagine that this rock is one of those heavy burdens you have lifted and carried. And as we begin this journey from here to the cross, into the promise 
of new life and Easter. I want you to follow the way of Jesus. Take him at his word and his invitation and let them go. Just place them in the baskets when you come forward for the ashes in communion this evening. Let's pray. Gracious, loving, steadfast, and almighty God, you sent your Son Jesus into our world and into our lives to show us the way. Oh God, by his Spirit, help us not fall into the temptation to let our lives be about us. To let the burdens we carry be the heavy burdens of anxiousness and worry, of bitterness or anger, of fear or discouragement. Oh God, by your grace, flood our hearts Flood our souls. Release those burdens from our grip. Help us to lay them down. Lead us to the cross upon which Jesus shouldered the great burden of our brokenness and sin and calls us to a life of freedom, a life with hands free to love and to serve you, to reach out in love and service to others. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.